following podcast has been brought to you by German boys and girls, children of all ages. Ramble Mania Show proudly brings to you, it is I, one half of the longest reigning tag team champions of the world. These are Dev6XL. Joining me as always, it is I, the other half of the longest reigning Ramble Mania tag team champions of the world, CJ the Great. CJ the Great. And I'm making a special guest appearance here for I am your seven, former seven-time Ramble Mania heavyweight champion, Hazel the Eye Zombie. And of course, alongside Hazel, we are the Banter Club. We are here to discuss that good old AEW Dynamite on the Holes Network. This man and his holes. You know it's all about (laughs) them holes and all them different area codes. You know how we getting down out here. (laughs) <laughs> you know how and with it is, the man. holes we about to throw them bows. We always drop bows on them. Yep, bows and all a bunch of other different assorted ludicrous songs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anything that just involves chicken and beer. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's, that's how we rocking. So and, and waffles. And yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but before we get to the dynamite, we're gonna talk about a little bit of the news items that popped in. Um, one big thing to start it off, our boy, God's favorite champion, Miru. He has apparently re-upped with AEW mm-hmm. and picked up the contract option and is extended through 2026. It is a yep. four-year extension. Four more years. Yeah, yeah. four more years. Um, like what he's seeing over there. They like what they're seeing from him. So yep. this relationship will continue. This motherfucker's the president. Four more years. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he does everything. He's God's favorite champion, and now he's the president. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to Miro. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't wait till he's back. He's the fucking man. He's, he's had a really good AEW run so far. Like, once they figured out what they needed to do with him, they did it, and he's done some amazing shit since then. So, yeah, I'm ready for Miro to be back any day now. I can also agree with that. Like, uh... We haven't seen Miro for a good minute. I think like maybe two, three months since we last seen him. And the fact that he uh, re-signed with AEW for another four years is probably really his best move for him so far. I mean, when we hear that someone re-signed, it's like, yes, they're not going to be leaving anytime soon. They're good where they are right now. It means that they have faith in this person in bringing AEW to where it needs to be, which is to the top and beating WWE, hands down. And... I can't wait to see uh, the kind of stuff that they could put Miro in. Hopefully, he could be going after the AEW championship sometime soon, or he could have another run with the TMT title. Who knows? All I know is that man is the redeemer, and he's going to redeem himself by destroying everyone once he makes his grand return to AEW. You know what it is? He's been hiding in Ikea with Veer. My bad, That's yo, where he been. My guy Veer been getting that fucking... Yes, we... we, 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 we 
We have officially found Veer's location. That man yep. loves to sit in Ikea for hours. <laughs> for hours. <laughs> Ikea will let this man sit in their store for fucking for, hours. For hours. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he sleeps there. Maybe. He, he probably, like, created, like, his own little room. <laughs> yeah. Can't even buy nothing from there. Oh, this is the Veer display. Please don't touch anything here. Don't touch his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this is where Veer lives. There's just, there's just a sign. This, this is Veerville. <laughs> Veerville. There's, there's just a sign that says, please do not feed the Veer. <laughs> please do not feed the Veer. And if you do feed him, he'll throw it back at you. <laughs> yeah, Veer ain't having none of that. He's like, I'm oh. well fed. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> They got a food so court C- right over there. So, CJ, I can't yes. get the laughter out of my head over the fact oh, that Lord. Dolph Ziggler is the fucking NXT champion. Oh, Lord. You know what Tony need to do now? He need to make a dark championship, and he need to make uh, 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 oh, oh, his, his old brother, Brian Nemeth, <laughs> Brian the, Nemeth. The, the, the champion over there. The That's what he got champion. to do. <laughs> Start dark- defending... <laughs> And then his first match will be against Penta Oscuro. <laughs> yeah. It'll be a cream match. That, that man's addicted to cream, right? Start oh, defending God. the BT championship on TV. <laughs> Where? Mm-hmm. Let's do that. Let's fucking do that. Or bring the BT championship to fucking dark and make, make that a real thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, th- I think that's that's what we were thinking. Like That title should just be on dark instead of just mm-hmm. the vlog series. Because it's mm-hmm. like... It's basically the 24-7 division, but with a bunch of fun games and gimmicks added to it. Mm-hmm. Except yeah. no one's not running after the fucking belt. Yeah. Well, and main adventures win it. The current BT champion is Adam Cole. <laughs> so, so. Yeah, right. <coughs> yeah. Make so, it I mean, canon, AEW. Make it canon. Make it canon. Make it. Make it fucking canon. It's, ba- it's sad enough that the commentators don't even mention that. Oh, Adam Cole is the BTE world champion. If you watch Being the Elite... You should be plugging that show. They plug your show on a weekly basis. Yeah. <laughs> um, real quick, let's talk about the pay-per-view numbers. Let's talk about some pay-per-view numbers for Revolution, some early numbers. Dave Meltzer reported on Observer Radio that uh, some of the streaming numbers from, um, from Bleacher Report came in, and they are around 110,000 uh, digital pay-per-view buys. So... You know, depending on how well that did on sat on cable and satellite, the ultimate number for Revolution could be between uh, a hundred and fifty thousand and a hundred and seventy thousand buys, which would be good for second most in company history, behind last year's All Out, which you know had CM Punk debut and all mm-hmm. that other stuff. Yeah, two, they did two hundred thousand, two hundred and five thousand buys for All Out last year. So, I mean. The pay-per-view numbers are still ticking along, still doing well. Uh, like like I said, like we talked about a few weeks ago, All Out brought in $10 million worth of revenue, and this is probably going to bring in another couple million dollars worth of revenue. They said double or nothing, uh, did a million-dollar gate within a day, Damn. which is something WWE's done it multiple times, of course, but no other company within like the past 25 years has done it. <laughs> With all these numbers coming in, do you think that this could still continue within, like, I don't know, five years, ten years tops? Do you think that it's going to keep that number growing, or do you think it's going to stay the same amount? Because at this point, it's just, you know, yes, AEW is now officially on its three-year run, all right? 
and they're putting out banger pay-per-views, you know, the number, and Tev says it, and, you know, he can tell you the numbers. The numbers don't fucking lie, okay? Mm-hmm. This is 100% accurate. All these numbers that he's telling, these are all true, and it's for a good reason. You know, everyone wants to see what the competition brings to the table, and if they, if their money is only going to AEW, holy shit, AEW is doing something correctly here. Mm-hmm. I feel like the numbers will continue to grow, especially once they get their own streaming deal with like, uh, you know, where they, they have like all their, uh, you know, Ring of Honor uh, library and, and and their own AEW library and all that kind of stuff. Once they get like their own streaming service or, you know, go to a, a streaming platform where they have all their stuff, I feel like their pay-per-view numbers will do even better because people will have those streaming services for not just the content that they have there, but then as well as the pay-per-views. So, yeah, that's how yeah. I feel. I think, um, you know, predicting growth is always difficult, but it's like Six said, with all the different avenues that AW has, there's growth opportunity. So there's a lot of growth opportunity ahead for the company. So I think just based off that alone, they're in very good position. Like we always talk about on the show, the next TV deal is going to be for way more money than they're getting now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with all that now, with Ring of Honor, they have leverage for whatever streaming thing they, they're they looking to do. There's a lot of different avenues that they can take over the next few years because this company's still young. So, so there's a lot yeah. of different avenues they can take mm-hmm. to, you know, build and grow. So, Yep. It, on top it, of that, being, being top five on cable doesn't hurt. Every yeah, week. Every week. You know, no, every week. Every week. Every and then on and early. then on top of that, they're they're usually top period on YouTube. So it's like they they doing numbers, bro. So we'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I, I I can see more growth just because of the fact that they have all of these things. And speaking of being top five on cable, want to guess mm-hmm. where they finished this week in the ratings? Let's find out. Let's hear it. Number one. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. You know it's all about that boom. <laughs> Number one in the eighteen to forty nine key demographic. Uh, total viewers were down. Uh, they did nine hundred and forty five thousand total oh. viewers, but the key demo was up like fourteen percent. They did a four zero. So, it, I mean, they beat they beat the NBA and Tucker Tucker Carlson, which that motherfucker is always extremely high up in the ratings because people love watching Fox News for That's insane. Uh, whatever reason, but well, I, I, you, you know why, man? With yeah, all the shit going on right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yeah, world, yeah, that's true. <laughs> the world like, going into about, war. Yeah, we talked about last <laughs> week. Like all the news channels were yeah. way up in the ratings because people were watching the Russian Ukraine stuff, trying to figure out what's yeah, going like, on. Man, it's, it's 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 scary times, bro. Yeah, yeah, I don't pay. I I don't watch the news like all the time, but I. Do read all the articles, especially with the stuff that's going on with Russia and Ukraine. You know, our thoughts and prayers to everyone, all the families and children out there in Ukraine. Hope you guys are safe and hopefully this war can fucking end soon. But, yes. you know, there's a lot of crazy shit going on in this world and this is probably one of them. I thought everything that was going on in New York was insane. No, I'm seeing stuff being blown up and, you know, shootings mm-hmm. and all this shit. It's like, hmm. Maybe if I go to New York, it wouldn't be as bad as a lot of people say it would. But uh, with mm-hmm. that, I think it's time to get to the dynamite. Oh, yes, shit. Indeed. That means it's time. Ugh. 
<clears throat> it is time now. It is time to light the fuse bring the and boom. bring the boom. Did somebody say boom? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I'm sorry, Hazel. This is going to be our gimmick. Ooh. Let's answer. AEW Dynamite from Fort Myers, Florida. We open up with Chris Jericho. He's coming down to the ring to give Eddie Kingston that handshake that he owes him from losing that match at Revolution. Mm-hmm. He gets the mic after the whole Judas sing along, the whole gimmick. He says, Revolution was one of the greatest nights of my professional career. So, you know, even though my neck hurts, even though I lost Eddie Kingston, it was one of the best matches I've had since I've been here in AEW. Might be the best match I've had in AEW. Says Eddie awoke something to me that I didn't know was still there. And I questioned that. But I didn't live up to the end of the bargain that I made, and I did not shake his hand. And the crowd starts chanting, shake his hand, shake his shake hand. Shake his hand. Shake, shake his, his hand. hand. Shake yeah. his hand. So Jericho's like, I want to. I want to shake his hand. So Eddie, please come out here right now, and you know I'm going to shake your hand and give you the respect that you deserve. So Eddie comes down to the ring wearing an OG Four Pillars of Heaven shirt, repping yep. the true Four Pillars. Yep. He talking about Japan. We ain't even talking about Japan, AEW. Bro. Get out we of here with that. that Japan shit right I, now. I always on that Masawa, Taiwei. Hell yeah. <laughs> I always love Eddie for his for, for the attire that he comes out with, like if he's not wrestling. Like, for instance, this man came out, I think it was two weeks ago, this man came out and probably one of my favorite rap albums of all time, the Jizza Liquid Sword shirt. And I'm like, Ooh. this nigga knows. This yes, nigga sir. knows. This nigga knows, bro. Yeah, I would definitely hang out with him. But we, we've been saying this. We've been saying this a lot on this show, which is basically like, yo, he's our uncle, low-key. It's Uncle Eddie. Uncle Eddie, bro. That's T.O. Eddie, my nigga. That, that, that homie's like straight up. Cause he he's hood as hell. Like everything he does, it feels real. You know what I'm saying? Everything he does feels real. And that's that hood shit. You know what I'm saying? We get that ass sell fucking salt to a slug, as they say. It's not even like it feels real, my nigga. It is real. This nigga is a legit straight shooter. He doesn't mm-hmm. need a script. He tells it like it is. He doesn't hold back. No, this man does not pull punches. He will fucking go ham on you if that's the case, verbally and physically, my nigga. Trust. This I'm gonna say something right to choreograph any of his stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say something about my, my, my son Jericho right quick. Somebody online was talking shit saying he, he looks like a hobo biker. Oh but to God. be honest, I feel like Jericho looks like probably the best we've seen him in a while, man. Like he's lost the gut, he's nice and trim, he's you know, very in shape, he's nice and tan. <laughs> Yeah, I thought Jericho looked great here. Like he had his hair, hair even. His hair, hair even looks nice. Hair yeah, was all healthy and flowing and shit. Mm-hmm. I thought Jericho looked great here. Yeah, he looked, he looked younger pretty again. good. Yeah. yeah, he looked he looked younger. I thought. Yeah, yeah. People people got to stop hating on Jericho on the internet. I feel like you know what it is. Father Time is a motherfucker, and if you're not used to seeing a motherfucker all the time, and you're still used to looking at his pictures from like 1998, you're not gonna look the way. I don't I don't know anybody other than Stone Cold who still looks the same way that he did in 98. And even Austin, if he takes his shirt off, he do not look like Austin right now. The only so motherfucking wrestling that looks the same as they did in 1998 is R-Truth. That's it. 
Like, yeah. are people still complaining <laughs> the side side? They see But black don't crack, crack, huh? Like, are people, will people still complain that, like, oh, like, why did Jericho's stomach look like Triple H's face from N64 is No Mercy? Like, dude, he, he lost Not that, anymore. You know? yeah. Not anymore. I mean, he lost all that. He looks fit. He looks young. He looked like when he debuted in WWF. Yeah, he's better. He's better. Just with a just with a weird tan. Yeah. You know? So yeah, he looks great. He's in the ring. Uh you know, Eddie gets the mic. He says, you know, Friday night before the pay-per-view, I was in one of those dark places where I didn't want to show up, wanted to poison it all away, because you were right, Jericho. I was afraid. I lost to Punk. I lost to Danielson. I lost to Miro. I've lost all these big matches. I didn't feel like I could do it. And the only reason I did it is because there were four people that came up to me at the Fan Fest and said they read my Players' Tribune article, said the only reason they didn't end it is because they read that article. So I had to do it for those people. Uh, some some guys in the crowd are chanting, what? So Eddie's just like, yo, my man, Steve Austin ain't here. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be by the way, fuck those guys. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, fuck those guys, yo. Like, what yeah, the fuck, fuck is wrong them. with you? What the no, fuck? No, no. The guy is pouring his soul out for real, and you over here fucking. I'm getting tired of that shit too. Fucking mother wrestlers be coming out here and pouring the goddamn soul, and a lot of these fans nowadays, for some fucking weird reason, just want to be dicks about it. Like, yo, just enjoy the show and get the fuck off. Pissing it off the pot, my nigga. He literally shed a tear during that promo, and being mm-hmm. the crowd were being dicks. You know, literally, fuck Florida. No, no, not fuck Florida. Just fuck some of these fucking fans that just... They were just a couple. Everything is a joke to, to these motherfuckers. Like, come on, man. Just fucking enjoy the well, show. Stop every, being dicks. That was, that was in attendance for that show. It, it, <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't everybody. everybody. It was Shit, it was one people. guy. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a, a little group in a corner. Yeah, a small little group. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he says, you know, you came... Jericho, let's be honest. That handshake, I didn't need the handshake. It wasn't for me. It was for you. And since you didn't give it to me, there's something going on within you, something going on within yourself that made you not want to shake my hand. So that's something you have to look within to find. And Jericho says, Eddie, you know what? You're right. Everything you said was right. I just want you to know you have my undying respect. And I'm going to ask you here one more time. Please shake my hand. He extends his and Eddie gives it a look and he takes his hand. He shakes his hand. So, you know, they share the moment and everybody's applauding. But then out come 2.0 and Daniel Garcia they Assholes. run down. They attack Eddie and Jericho. <laughs> or if you look back at this segment, you'll notice mm-hmm. they're, they're really only attacking really Eddie. attacking Eddie. Like, they'll go over and, like, put a boot on, on Jericho for a moment yeah. and then just walk away and go back to Eddie. So then Santana and Ortiz come out. They make the save. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now inner circle. Gang, they're in control. They're about to yep. get Daniel Garcia. Jericho's got Floyd. Classic inner circle shit. Mm-hmm. So Santana's holding up Daniel Garcia. Jericho's got the bat. He takes his swing and he hits Santana. And down Asshole. goes Santana. <laughs> Ortiz looks over like, yo, what the fuck? He runs over. Jericho hits him. Mm-hmm. And then he and 2.0 and Garcia, they beat down the old squad. And then Jake Hager runs down and he's like, hey, what are you doing? What is this? What's happening? Yep. And then he and Jericho share a look and then Jahager joins in the attack. Yeah. They he gave him that team. look, though, like, like, you sure about this? And then Jericho was like, I'm sure. <laughs> like, that's the looks that they gave each other. We're doing this shit. And Hager's like, like, all right, niggas, let's do it. 
because yeah, so he, he, he was doing it begrudgingly. It wasn't like he didn't seem like he was in on the, the thing. He seemed like we're doing this. And he's like, yep. <laughs> All right, right. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Hager was the one mm-hmm. in the match. We're boys. Tell me why. Tell me I feel why. like he was stuck between a, a, a rock and a hard place in this moment. And it's just like, oh, he had to decide what, what he's going to do. Is he going to stick with Jericho or is he going to, you know, fight for his, for his former inner circle mate? No, he's just going to go with Jericho because they still need an enforcer for this new faction. Yep. Yeah. He, he's Jericho's homie through thick and thin. So they get a table at ringside. Hager power bombs Eddie through it. Fucking Eddie dies on the bump. Shit was brutal. He hits his head on the table. Yeah. Jake Hager is is looking real jacked. Like, I think we said this before, but he on cycle for a fight because he looking jacked. Yeah, we did say this. I was like, yo, he's in great shape. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Is he ready for a fight? Is he fighting soon? I feel like he is. I feel like he might be, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at what he's been doing lately. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's, he's, he looks like he's in like a way better shape. Yeah. Which is crazy. So we've had this big beat down, big hill turn. The crowd's booing. And then Jericho grabs the mic and says, this is the Jericho Appreciation Society. And Wait, that's what? entertainment. Boom. The fuck Bro, is that shit. name? <laughs> and that's entertainment? You call that entertainment? I call that just... My man, the name is atrocious. Okay, what are you gonna call yourself, Jazz, instead jazz. of calling yourself the Jericho Appreciation Society? Jazz. Like Jazz? <laughs> no, it, it would be it would it would be because you know how how they do these uh, things. It'll be Japs. My question is, who came up with this name? Because I'm sure it's Jericho. Not, well, Jericho. <laughs> I don't think it was well, him because he wouldn't have called Darius it. Here? But I don't think he would have called it just that. I mean, immediately. After they call themselves the Jericho Appreciation Society, bam, a new shirt is released. <laughs> the Awfuls. Like, oh, <laughs> Jericho always on this type of time. Like, shit. He's, the, the, you, you saw the report. He was trying to uh, get sports entertainer. He was trying to trademark that. Mm-hmm. So, well, I, I mean, we, we've known Jericho's history. We've seen his career and everything from WCW, WWE. This man knows how to reinvent himself. And if the Jericho Appreciation Society is going to be the one thing that's going to reinvent him and make him a, a, another catchphrase that he can use in the near future, then by God, go for it. Because anything that Jericho touches just turns to fucking gold. Oh, if my God. put a fucking list over... If he can call someone a stupid idiot and get it over, yeah, at this point, he can get anything over. He can get ass kisser over. Bro, I'm, I'm, right now I'm, I'm re-watching the, 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 the segment, and he didn't get struck once by, by, by uh, nope. what do you call it? They didn't strike him once. Yeah. They, they, they pushed him, and they, gave, and they did the knees. They never, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, they never even hit him. Like, they just kind of, like, Put pressure on him here and there. Like, is Dan Garcia Spanish? Is Dan Garcia Spanish at all? I think he is. Yeah. I think I was about to say, because if he wasn't, then Jericho replaced a bunch of Spanish guys with a whole lot of white guys. (laughs) That's racist. Um, Yo, and thought, Sammy still has nothing to do with I mean, this, he, by the way. I mean, Sammy, he, yeah, Sammy, he removed himself <laughs> from the situation immediately. How's that racist? Yep. Jericho played the Klansman in a fucking movie. Damn. My son was like, immediately <laughs> no. Immediately no. Just yeah. immediately no. <laughs> but um, 
I, I thought this was great. Um, <laughs> Jericho is always great. Like you say, he's like swaying with the wind when it comes to his characterizations. And, you know, when he switches it up, he always does it in a big way. So yeah. now you got the inner circles finished. 2.0 and Daniel Garcia get elevated because they're with Jericho now. Now you get Santana and Ortiz officially, officially away from Jericho. Now they're in a big feud. They're alongside Eddie Kingston. I feel like everyone involved in the situation wins, which is what he's you like want Sammy in a big segment. Oh, Sammy, he he nah, been away Sammy, from him, so he's not even involved. You don't need it, bro. He's in the whole I mean, title. He, he could have still helped out Santana and Ortiz. Like, come on. I mean, it's not like, oh, once you're in inner circle, you're inner circle for nah, life. He's, but he, he, he kept he saying how they were like family to one another. He could He left went. the group, though. For a second time. Yeah. He wanted like, nothing to do with the bullshit. He already knew. He's like, all right, I already see what's going on. It's the bullshit again. I'm out. Yeah, he did. So I he, know what this is. That's why it makes sense. Yeah. 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 I'm glad that he did it the way he did it because it makes sense. Like he had nothing to do with this. You know what I'm saying? They're yeah. doing the same shit all over again. He's too busy with his own title situations. He's got his own problems. And fucking Jericho is doing Jericho and being a dick and Hager's just being his follow-up guy. Santana Ortiz are the only two guys who are like, yo, this shit needs change. And he's like, nah, fuck you. <laughs> so <laughs> it is what it is. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So, I can see, I can see you know, way. for a second, I, I kind of got scared by this segment because I was like, ah, oh, fuck, not another Eddie and, and Jericho versus 2.0 feud. <laughs> like, we just <laughs> saw this. You feel me? But what I got was a lot more exciting and a lot more fun. And, and Eddie yeah. going through a fucking table was fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, people yeah. are saying that we could we might finally get LAX and AEW now. It's it's set up now. Conan, Conan, cuz. Yeah. You can have you can have Eddie be the wrestling leader, like he's the leader when it comes to the, the wrestling squad. You can have these two guys be the great tag team, and you can have Conan as 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 you know the OG. Awesome, awesome, you know what I'm saying? Make that happen. it'll work out, you know what I'm saying? It's It'll be like up. Spanish evolution. AEW World Championship is on the line. Dante Martin <laughs> versus Hangman Adam Page. This was announced like a few hours before the show. Like the Tony Khan just I think announced it or tweeted it out, and people were upset, like, hey, what the hell? How you just do a world title match out of nowhere? And I mean, granted, it is out of nowhere, but Dante has been consistently pushed and he has been top five for like, I feel like six weeks now or some shit like that. Yeah. So it's not conceivably out of the picture that he would be in contention. Like AEW is not perfect how about how they use the rankings. We talked about that before, but mm -hmm. there is one thing that is clear and consistent with the rankings. And that's when someone is like in the top three, they usually end up getting some type of big match. <clears throat> so, and I also find it interesting because since AEW advertises nearly all of their matches in advance, the fact that people were so thrown that they didn't do this one, it shows that they set a standard. So I thought that was interesting. Man, so many people were thrown off by that. Dante is legit to me like young ass Jeff Hardy, man. And seeing this match gave me Undertaker Jeff Hardy vibes. It really did. It had a lot of those vibes combined with a lot of Hangman, and there's a lot of, I feel like Tony Khan takes a lot of cues from like New Japan with, with booking Hangman yeah. in terms of how he's booked as a top baby face as an ace. Because Hangman mm -hmm. felt like an ace in this match. He felt like an Okada, Tanahashi yeah. type guy. And Dante felt like a young boy trying to push him. But 
he was on a completely different level. Like, hang Dante chops Hangman early, but Hangman just fucking eats it. And then Dante just has this look on his face like, oh, shit. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe I should chop him again. <laughs> he starts chopping him again, and Hangman just starts walking forward through the chops. Like, I thought it was just such a good little spot to show that Hangman is – he's the fucking ace. This yep. is a different tier from what you used to, Dante. It's a yep. different It's level. the big boy. It's the big yeah. boy right now. You in a big boy match. You got to put your big boy pants on. And if you don't, you won't get your ass whooped because this is the, the – right now, this is the company's guy. But the fact that he's even given him, you know, this this platform is amazing. This is like, I like this kid. I want him to be better. So I'm going to get in the ring with this guy and show him what, you know, what to expect when he gets to this tier, you know, from the best. And hopefully this makes him grow as a competitor. And he did. He's also one of those guys that I mean, like, while his brother was out, he fucking put work in, bro. You know what I'm saying? So now when his, now that his brother's here, you know, when they actually start doing like tag team stuff, they're going to seem like stars already. Yeah. Especially yeah, yeah. because of the shit that he did in this match. Like this man was the flippiest counters of all time. He puts on, man. Like we, here mm-hmm. we go to picture in picture. We come back. Dante makes a comeback. It's a missile drop kick for a near fall. You know how he gets that crazy air. Uh, he has yep. this crazy flip dodge, sends Hagman outside, then follows with a middle rope moonsault to the floor. He goes up top in the ring, and he dives, but Hangman catches him midair with a power bomb That gets a near fall. He goes for the buckshot, but Dante dodges it. He tries to springboard, but Hangman sends him back into the ring, fucking floors him with the buckshot. Larry, Dante does the flip, and Hangman gets the pinfall victory. Uh, good match, good spot for Dante. They're just going to keep elevating it, man. Like mm-hmm. I thought this was just a really good match to, to showcase both Hangman and Dante in different ways. Um, and then the post-match comes. Tony hits the ring to talk to Hangman, but Hangman's like, hey, Dante, get your ass back in here real quick. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I know you had a rough <laughs> like, like that. That's why it's funny. Yeah, get your ass back in here. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> he's like, I know you had a rough year last year. You had to go it alone with your brother out. You had to jump into the singles division, but you did the unthinkable. You made it all the way to the world title. You know, I know now that your brother's back, you're going to go for those tag titles. But if you make it back to this level, if you make it back to the world title, I'd love to do it again with you. And then he shakes his hand, puts him over, crowd applauds, and then Dante goes. What a fucking baby face this dude is. This is a great guy right here. That's my (laughs) fucking champion. My my, my champion is a good man. (laughs) This man obviously earned Hangman's respect in this match tonight. Yeah, the match was unexpected. It was abruptly short. I can't give it that much negativity because this match was just fucking awesome, like, from beginning to end. And, yeah, the buckshot, Larry, looked fucking gnarly. But at the very end, from that buckshot, you could clearly see one of Dante Martin's feet, like the the, the heel of his foot, clock hanging in the back of his head. (laughs) (laughs) Causing this man to almost have whiplash. And it's like, oh, fuck, what the hell? I was just like... This man literally, yeah, he uh, his brother was out for, like, what, a good year and a half due to injury. And he's been, you know, proving himself week by week in the singles division, stepping up his game. They're giving him all these opportunities to be on TV more, you know, go against guys that could be in the main event. And the fact that he got a world 
title out of this. Prove that you know this is this is a gift. You're gonna face the world champion after all your hard work and dedication sticking with us while your brother was out and you had to put in all the hard work filling in the shoes while your brother was away. Now that your brother's back, we're gonna finally give you guys the opportunity to finally run as a tag team. And again, you know, good sportsmanlike conduct from both of these men. You know, Dante Mari finally getting the respect from Hangman Page. And I think that's probably one of the most appraisable things that anyone can get from that company. You're getting, you're earning respect from the world champion. That means you fucking made it, kid. And, and then, and then shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, then Adam Cole was like, yo, fuck all this baby face, shit. I hate that shit. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck you, Adam Cole. Adam I love that. I no, was like, they built this shit up two, or like two, three weeks ago before Revolution. There was no angle to this. They just gave Hangman a body. Now they want to continue this because Adam Cole is obsessed with becoming the AEW World Champion since he fucking lost. Is, was this his first single loss? The one, the first one that counts, yeah. For Hangman, right? <clears throat> uh, oh, for Cole? You mean Cole? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so this is why they're, they're, they want to continue this angle, because now he's pissed. Now he's really yeah. pissed. And we're going to see this later is first, on. This is his first real loss, quote, unquote. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. It's his first loss no, that counts. Yeah, no, I'm just saying his very first. I'm not I'm not even, like, bringing up the fucking Lights Out match. Like, Man. His debut. He's never <laughs> lost a singles match. Like, legitimately, win or lose until Revolution. You know, in my head, I'm over here like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but Cole comes out, he says, you know, I took you to the limit on Sunday of Revolution, and you got yourself a fluke victory. It's not going to happen again. He challenges him to a six-man tag match next week on Dynamite. He says, you can pick whoever you want, because I am going to pick two of my best friends, two young guys who are one of the best tag teams in the world, and they're my friends, they're not your friends. <laughs> and I get the vibe that he didn't mean redraction. For a second, I, I, same thing because he said the word young. Yeah. Young. Mm hmm. <laughs> I mean, at this point, is anyone even young in AEW? Yeah. Besides the ones that are on dark or dark elevation? We just saw a young guy in the world title match. Dante. I mean, yeah, Dante Moore. But I'm saying, like, in general, through the throughout the people that the elite hire, you know, all their friends. Oh, in the elite? No. Yes. You know, well, Counting the elite and all their friends that they decided to just bring to AEW. Those are like, uh, those guys are fucking old. They're all, they're all grizzled vets. <laughs> but um, yeah, so yeah, that's that's where we leave that. Adam Cole is going to have two partners next week and Hangman is going to have two partners next week. And we're going to figure out who those people are. We got Brian Danielson and John Moxley with William Regal in their corner versus the workhorse. <coughs> Anthony Henry and J.D. Drake. Let me tell you something right quick. I love, you know, this man shake his booty theme song. But now he got like a whole techno verse sounding shit in there. And I'm like, man, I miss when this shit was all about shaking booty. <laughs> yeah, it was about shaking booty. I miss when yep. this shit was a trap song about fucking clapping cheeks in the club. <laughs> yeah, clapping cheeks and kicking heads in. <laughs> exactly. And now all of a sudden... <laughs> <laughs> fucking they, they got I'm trying to I'm trying to think of an old ass like 
uh, uh, singer, but fuck it, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um. So this this mm-hmm. was just fucking Brian and Mox just being excessively violent in the most beautiful ways. Fucking Brian puts Henry in the Mexican surfboard. He kicks J.D. Drake to fucking death. When he's got Henry in that surfboard, Mox comes in and just bites him in the fucking head and then chops him down. Awesome. (laughs) Mox takes Henry outside. Paradigm shifts him on the floor. And then Dragon is just kicking J.D. Drake's fucking head in. Mm -hmm. While Regal is just nodding in approval like, that's right. Kill them. Fucking right. And then Brian puts on the label lock. They get the win. Uh, Tony gets in the ring post-match to talk to Regal specifically. And then Regal talks about how it's been 29 years, Tony, since you and I were first on television together in America. And, you know, says, you know, I'm I'm an old dog now. I'm 53 years old. Says, you know, time has passed him by. Says he knows it. And he, he says he knows that he's not long for this world. Before I can truly get into everything with these two men, he takes a moment to thank Tony on camera in like this yep. really touching emotional moment where he's like, you're one of the first he was people to really help on. But he was just, you know, yeah, he was like genuinely talking to Tony. Like I, I genuinely want to thank you. You were one of the first people to really help me when I came to America. So it was, yeah. it was nice. It was really no, that nice. was touching indeed. I, I actually read up on it. He, he actually did help him like acclimate to the, to the country. So yeah. God bless man. That's actually pretty dope. Yeah. Respect. Uh, and it's dope to see them here, you know, all these years later, still on TV, still at a high level. So, you know, then he gets to, he says, enough of being nice. <laughs> that's kind of promo now. <laughs> <laughs> let's, says, for two months, <laughs> I was completely checked out of this industry before being told that my friend Brian Danielson mentioned me on AEW Dynamites. <laughs> <laughs> says, for 20 years in any company, anytime Brian Danielson was mentioned, William Regal was mentioned right alongside him. And that's because this man, he is the perfect wrestler. He is the wrestler that I should have been. He is the greatest. That's a fact. This man that's put over Brian Daniels. I'm like, God. It, and, and you know what's crazy, though? I, I believe him when he says that shit because I'm, I'm pretty sure that if, if uh, you know, Regal didn't suffer through all those demons, he would have been Daniel level. Uh, Brian, uh, eh. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> Brian, <laughs> Brian, 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 Brian levels. Why could I not say his fucking name? <laughs> that this man also shed a tear while he was cutting this promo too. It's real. He was tearing it's up. It's real to me, damn it. A lot of people were getting emotional in this fucking show. Yeah, and you, you, Regal himself said it perfectly. Uh, Regarding Danielson, he's the wrestler I should have been because he never suffered all the problems that I did. He never had the problems that I did. So he could become, he could reach his full potential like I never got to. And then 11 years ago, I met this man. He points to John Moxley. Wow, dang. (laughs) He's like, this guy's a fucking maniac, basically. We tortured (laughs) each other. (laughs) Like, he was like, Brian Danielson is like my son. He's the best wrestler ever. This guy's a you. fucking maniac. <laughs> <laughs> this guy will fucking put me through hell in a handbasket and, and goddamn in like a matter of seconds and all of a sudden yeah. I'm bleeding, he's bleeding, you're bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> he says it's his favorite him. match right there. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, that's, all about it. that's what it's all about. He says, when I found out that these men would fight, 
I decided to show up. And now that these men are together, a warning to everybody in AEW. You will either step up or you will get stepped on. He, he gives that regal stare into the hard camera. Fucking fantastic yeah. stuff. It's yeah. like I said after fucking the, the week he got released from his last job. Like any company that don't got anything for William Regal to do is not a company worth investing. There was like, rumors about what him. The fuck. There was there were rumors about him, you know, going to Impact and you know running things there. And I thought, yeah, I heard about that too. A, yeah. I thought, yo, hell yeah, I'm fucking Regal and Impact, that would be an I'm sure they wanted him. I'm sure they did. And trust me, they would have they would have paid him like a good amount of money just to be there, be like some sort of authority figure. But at the same time, it's like, do we really want to see him be an authority figure again? I kind of wanted to see him, you know, manage someone because that's what William Regal would be best at. He could get a guy over instantly just by talking about how massive, how huge and how powerful, you know, the guy that he's managing could be. And now that he's managing John Moxley, Brian Danielson, only a few things come to mind. Who's getting the power of the punch? And why is this man not called <laughs> Steven Regal? Why is he not called Steven Regal? Lord Yo, you Steven know what I just Regal. realized, though? Now that he's here, there's mad heads. You feel me? There's mad heads who, who've been using those nuts. Facts. He got to do something about that. He got he to nut control. Yes, <laughs> you gotta holler at the bunny, bunny is a prim- mic. Yeah, bunny is a prime example. You over here doing you, my sunshine. thing, sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Regal, Regal's the man. Like just his the way he lays out story, the way he lays out character, mm-hmm. uh, the way he can flip the switch from from you know heartfelt to menacing, from hero to villain. Like mm-hmm. this dude is the man, and like. I wouldn't have minded him as like an authority figure type of guy because I thought he was fantastic at that in NXT. Yep. But I this is something I didn't even realize I wanted, and I love it. I, I, <laughs> I love it now. I will never give it up. <laughs> I want Regal managing these violent fuckers. It's great. I want more of this. Yep. I want I want this moment to 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 just live on forever because this is something that that can never be taken away from us sooner or later. Sooner or later, it could be six months up to a year by now. This man is going to put on the trunks. He will put the boots back on. Can, oh, can I do a little crazy. bit of? Can, can I put a little bit of a? He's a man. Such a man. Such a man. <laughs> Such a man. <laughs> nah, but I, I'm gonna give a, a quick little 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 prediction right here that I would love to see come true. I would love to see William Regal not just have these two, but get maybe two or three more guys. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And then, right, these guys start beefing with another group of four to five guys. Mm-hmm. Are you catching my drift here? Inner Circle okay. 2.0? Nah. And then they start arguing and they start bickering and they have a whole bunch of matches, but they can't, they, they can't resolve the problem. And then... He looks at everybody, he sees the mess, and he goes, blood and guts, and I'm going to lose my shit, and I'm going to lose my shit. You feel me? Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like it might happen. It might happen. Tony, 
Give it to me. <laughs> All right. You know how Tony be giving love for you black and gold NXT fans? He be showing y'all love. He be showing us love. Fucking AEW shows more love to black and gold NXT fans than NXT 2.0 will ever. That's a fact. <laughs> All right. The 11th time is the fucking charm right now. I've only, I've had Minoru Suzuki to bend this belt at least 10 fucking times against 10 different people. And he hasn't fucking lost. It's Minoru Suzuki, man. He's going over. <laughs> but, <God>. um, <laughs> we like got... he, he beat that yeah. guy. He beat Omega. He beat Okada. He beat Tanahashi. He beat Naito. <laughs> he beat fucking Goto. He beat, fuck, he beat Juice Rodgers. That's a murderer's row. Shit. <laughs> in a barbed wire, in an exploding barbed wire death match. That's Minoru Suzuki, man. What did I say? But, uh, <sighs> We got the Dark Order in the back talking about the events of Revolution where Hangman, he shoved Alex when they were in that scrum on the floor. He pushed Alex, mm-hmm. and that's what kicked off the brawl with uh, you know, the Dark Order and with Dragon. Uh, and Alex is still upset with it, even with Hangman coming up and apologizing for it. And then Silver is like, hey, so uh, I thought, how about we switch it up this time? How about, you know, you pick me and five, or it could be me and Alex, you know, whatever you want to do, Hangman. But then Hangman's like, oh, um... I actually saw Jurassic Express, and they said they want to fight the Young Bucks again, so I actually picked them for next week. So this, again, gives me pause, because I'm like, wait a minute. Burn. Because <laughs> I don't, because I, 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 originally, I didn't, I, I don't think Adam, from Rip, I did not think that the team that Adam Cole was going to pick was going to be the Young Bucks. <laughs> Even though, we still got one more segment with this, so we'll talk about it later. By the way, have I ever told you that every time I take the bus, I pass this tattoo uh, shop called Red Dragon Ink? I'll give you, you worries. I'll give you a tattoo. <laughs> I like that shit. Good shit. <laughs> the Bastard Pack versus... Wheeler, Utah. Yes. This was announced as a standby match because the world title match did not go the distance. I like the little expository touches mm-hmm. like this mm-hmm. that, that Tony will do to explain things that aren't already booked in advance because, again, AEW has set a standard of everything is booked in advance. So when mm-hmm. something happens on the show, there's an explanation for it. Yep, I, I like that he does that, especially because of the fact that it, it, it makes it feel like a real world. You want to talk about WWE and their un- quote-unquote universe. Nothing in their universe technically comes into canon unless it's on the main roster, uh, according to them, because they, they, they don't care about anything but the main roster. But here in AEW, when something happens, it does feel like a living, breathing universe. You know what I'm saying? This feels more like an actual universe than anything WWE ever does because of the fact that they work with other companies, they have other shows, things that they do in their other shows matter. And, you know, whether it be just the ranking or, or whether it be, you know, actual economical stuff that they add into storyline later on, it's it's it, it, it always feels like it's it's breathing, it's moving, it's alive, it's a living company. So, you know, WWE, for some weird reason, they, they don't get that. It feels so corporate and stagnant and kind of stuck in a box, which is why I really appreciate the booking in AEW. Yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, those little expository touches are always great. Uh, as far as the match, uh, the, the best friends come out with Wheeler. 
Orange Cassidy is injured because Keith Lee yeeted him on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a he's got his arm in a sling. Uh, and Penta and Alex are still extremely evil. He's still Penta's girl. Mm-hmm. For, Which is I don't great. know why, but all right, cool. It's great because now they're going to encounter Danhausen. <laughs> yep. And then you know they they they're always going to have Alex Oscuro. Yes. <laughs> got to keep evil Alex out there. Yep. So evil Alex is fun. Yeah, yep, he's I, like like Tevin and I said before. He's he's deaf from Bill and Ted. From Bill and Ted, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we start this and we go to Pip early and fucking. I'm looking at the Pip. And I'm just seeing in this tiny corner, Pack killing Wheeler Yuta. He brain busted this man on the floor. I was like, yo, why are you wilding on this man like this? So we because come back, Wheeler Yuta. Because he fucking Wheeler. murdered him. Yeah. So we come back from the pip. The crowd is chanting for Danhausen, mm-hmm. who, who, again, is not in this match. He's just standing outside. Yep. So uh, Yuta, he makes a comeback, though. He gets their attention again. Uh, hits a snap German on Pack. Then he gets a crossbody for a near fall. He got it closer on that one. Uh, but then Pack comes back, though, gets a big superplex, and then locks him in the brutalizer. Yuta submits, and Pack, the bastard, gets the win. And there you go. Dan Howes ain't even cursed nobody. I was, I was kind of surprised. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Perhaps Pence and Alex are immune from his curses. Yeah, maybe they're too evil to, to curse. <laughs> the, the evil, the, the evilness that, that flows within their blood will not allow the brujeria of that house. <laughs> <laughs> Resistant. Um, the now voodoo we go- juju does not work. Yeah, your voodoo juju can't beat their voodoo. Let me, let me highlight you right quick. My, my son, my son himself, the goat of all the brujeria. You know who this is, Tev? Who? It's the one guy who beat the shit out of Ahmed Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> you know oh, who, Tef? <laughs> <laughs> the Supreme fighting machine. <laughs> <laughs> Even he <laughs> cannot. <laughs> Remember when they did that whole thing with him and, 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 and the warrior? Stupid oh, God, ass. Bullshit. Stupid <laughs> ass. Papa Shango is the GOAT. Whose fucking idea was that? <laughs> I, listen, Papa Shango, to me, was, was the dopest motherfucker, and I, I was a little kid, and I found it all real. And I was spooked the fuck out, because I was like, yo, what if he does that shit to me? <laughs> 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 what if I'm watching it, and whatever he did gets on me, oh my God, look, I'm leaking black. <laughs> oh, no. The ooze. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, we go to the Cutler cam, with Cole and the Bucks and the Dragon. Mm-hmm. And Cole is like, it wasn't a great night for us. You know, I didn't win the world title. You guys didn't win the tag titles. And then <laughs> the Bucks are like, it's because of these guys. Thanks to these guys, we didn't win the titles. And they start arguing. And Cole's mm-hmm. like, hey, no arguing. What's going to happen is I'm going to deal with Hangman next week with two of my best friends. But then Matt cuts in and he's like, hey, yeah, we don't want no Hangman smoke. It's yeah, Hangman. Yeah. We, we don't want anything to do with it. Yeah. Basically, they said, listen. We've got a lot of baggage with this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, like I, we want, we want out of, we want. Basically, we we just want out of what you're planning here, Adam. We're, we're out right. of this beef already. We're done yeah, with it we're because done with this, this man, he's he's just he's gonna do the same shit he always does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we we ain't we ain't we ain't with none of that. So Cole's like, 
Well, all right. I was going to pick Bobby and Kyle anyway. And he walked out. <laughs> and, the, and the question that I ask myself is, how are these guys young? <laughs> they're not how? particular. But Adam Cole basically said they're young. Are you young? Would you I'm consider young. yourself young? Still. Maybe when I hit 38, I could never consider myself young anymore. Unless I still have this face. I still, I still consider myself face. young. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Face, like, yeah, I still look so, so they're around our age. So, yeah, they're young. Yeah, they're young. I mean, Bobby Fish is like in his 40s. It's fine. <laughs> it, it, Bobby Fish is Kyle is our age, but but Bobby's like a, a few years older. Yeah, Bobby, oh, yeah, Bobby because, little because, little. because a guy that can have mustache handlebars is so cool, young, and hip. <laughs> I, I want mustache handlebar. I try. <laughs> don't yeah, grow I can, out that I way, can do it. I just need the fucking wax. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh Dude, I got you. Got you. Draw? Are you kidding me? And and wow. and. And and you know, man, th- this is the culture. We don't call that shit wax. We call that shit pomade. Pomade. Oh, <laughs> um, but it's interesting because I, I I figured from jump. All right, he's he's not talking about Redragon, but it's not going to be the Young Bucks because the Young Bucks have already said they don't want to fight Hangman. <coughs> so when we got to this segment, and and Cole ended up picking Redragon. And he, he expected to pick the Young Bucks, I guess. I don't know. I, I find it interesting to see what's going on here. I personally thought it was going to be Silver and Reynolds because mm-hmm. of the whole thing going on with the Dark Order and the fact that Cole's hanging out with them on BTE now. But, but you know what it was? He saw these two walking around and, sh- you know, and it's just like NXT's back- backyard. You know what I'm saying? The smoke happens immediately. So yeah. we're like, yo, we want to smoke with these motherfuckers real quick. And, 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 he was like, oh, all right. <laughs> but it's not they 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 joined Hangman to get smoked with the Bucks, and the Bucks aren't even in the match. It's gonna be yep. fucking Redragon now. <laughs> yep. Yeah, because this is the thing. If uh, the young Bucks didn't show up at Revolution to to help Hangman or to help Cole, you know, yes. it was only Red Dragon that came out to assist Cole, and then that whole situation happened with Hangman pushing Alex Reynolds into Red Dragon. Yeah, that that's just oh my god, this whole thing is just I'll give you a reason. <laughs> it's it's giving me a reason to uh, as to why like they AEW likes to build story, and that's why BTE is such a huge like uh fuck. It's such a huge contribution to AEW because it brings that story into this, and it makes total sense. And everything just comes fucking full circle, and they like to throw the little cryptic hints on what's going to be happening. Within the following weeks coming up within wrestling, so stay tuned. Always pay attention to what's going on, and <laughs> I'm glad that they're doing all this. I mean, where does this leave the Young Bucks? Who knows? Maybe they'll probably be in Hangman's corner because, as we did see on BTE, uh, Hangman actually brought something to the Young Bucks locker, and that was his vest, his colorful Hangman vest. So give you. I'm sorry. <laughs> So we gotta we gotta look at it from both perspectives. We gotta look at it from the wrestling perspective and from the vlog perspective because they come together. Yes. Let's move they on do. to some of this FTR situation right here. 
Yeah, this shit was some. All right. This shit was crazy. So, my Vaz is with FTR, and Der- fucking Dax is upset about family. He must have been watching Fast and Furious. <laughs> it's all about family. Talk about family. I've been with my family. He was smoking blunts with, with Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> he was a bunch of times with his family and shit. It's all about family. Yeah, you know what? I know we got to get those tag titles back, but they've been fucking with the family. So we got to deal with it for the family. And then Tully's like, hey, wait a minute, man. When I joined you guys, it was all about getting those titles. I think we should do that. And then fucking Cash is like, nah, it's about family. And you ain't family, but you're fired. (laughs) He literally just fired this man on live TV over family. What? My nigga, they just, they got straight to the point. They were fully blunt with it. Like, nah, we're about this family shit. And you're not family, so this means one thing. You're done. So, literally, at this point throughout the whole fucking show, three factions have fucking ended. And we're going to get to the other faction later. Yeah, because shit. (laughs) Now we got the Afo in the ring. Afo. I got the Afo and the Apo. And, and oh, the Affleck, the Affleck, the, <laughs> the Ben Affleck, yeah. the Matt oh. Damon. <laughs> Matt, Matt, Matt is wearing regular <laughs> not Matt, Matt Damon, Damon, Matt Hardy. <laughs> you sure? I'm, I'm positive. <laughs> America, fuck, fuck yeah. yeah. Coming again to save the motherfucking day, yeah. Uh, but no, Matt, he says, Matt Hardy, he says he wants to make things right. <laughs> I want to make it right twice. with the opera. I'm sorry, so we trolling the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Andrade's like, what happened to your suit? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mr. Duval over here. Where is your suit? <laughs> Matt's like, I, I don't need, I don't need the suit because every time I put on a suit, I change into an asshole. You would, you know about that. This guy knows about that. Point to Jose. You sure it's not? You sure it's not involving those drug tests you to take, Matt? Oh. <laughs> you like to, you like to bounce throughout the match to the barricade. So niggas got to drug test you now. So fuck. Hey, listen, he he tested clean. Yeah. Uh, so Andrade's like. Let's take a vote. And then Matt's like, okay, fine. But I don't know how good your arithmetic is. You're never going to be able to vote me out of the AFO because my boys, private party, would never do that to me. So then they vote. Andrade and Jose give a thumbs down. Matt gives a thumbs up. Private party (laughs) gives a thumbs up. So Matt is Mm -hmm. like, see, my kids, they would never vote me out. And then Andrade goes, how you know? (laughs) As he's saying that, the thumbs up. Turn to a thumbs down real quick. And then Andrade is like, in this business, you need to always watch your back. And then yeah, Matt turns around, turns around, and he, around sees it. he sees it, and he has been kicked out of the AFO. Oh. He starts jumping him. The crowd immediately is like, Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy, where's Jeff Hardy? Yep, they start chanting Jeff Hardy. <laughs> but you know, Hardy. you know, t- you know, Tony likes to swerve niggas. You know how it is. Yeah. So, so we down the ramp. Wait, yeah. Go ahead. I was we don't say, get so Jeff down. Hardy immediately. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> running down the ramp comes. Well, 
I'm glad to see he's alive after 60 something years. <laughs> jumps off and does the new Jack. This crazy motherfucker thought he was new Jack on fucking Sunday. So I'm glad to see him alive. But it's Sting. <laughs> and Darby. He and Darby run down. They make the save. They quickly end up succumbing to the numbers, though. So they're getting jumped to now. And then we get. Jeffrey Nero Hardy, by God. This mother. Why this nigga come down doing the stupid dance? Your brother's Why? getting his ass whooped, my nigga. Your brother is getting, he's getting his fucking ass whooped, and you're just By the way, thank God for AEW for being the only company smart enough to realize, yo, that shit is public domain. Why the fuck don't we just use it? Yeah, they bought the rights to it because WWE didn't have the license to it. They didn't. It it was honestly public domain for years. Like, way back in the day, like, literally, as the Hardys were still using the theme song on WWF at the time, I used to see it on commercials and shit all the time that had nothing to do with WWE. On Spike TV, they would appear on certain commercials and shit. Yep, and I'd be in the middle watching TNA like, what? (laughs) And what would bug me is, okay, that's cool, but they're not using it on fucking Impact. And Jeff is there. They used to play Crash Holly's own theme on some, on like, that one too. Bro, no, no, no. Mad commercials. You remember back in the day when they had that little, uh, uh, they had like a whole little, like, uh, I guess like a TV block. Like back in the day, we used to have TV blocks. And they used to have that that whole little TV block on Saturday nights where it was Velocity and it was uh, Most Extreme Elimination Challenge and Joe Snow. And I think that one show drawn together was on there too. They would have the the man show also. Yes, the man show. They they, they would have, uh, what was the name of this shit? Uh, The Warrior shit? The Deadliest Warriors? Yeah, the Deadliest Warriors. Thousand Ways to Die. All that shit. And they would have all that shit on, on fucking... You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But my, again, back to the beginning of this. Why the fuck is Jeff Hardy? Nigga, your brother's getting his ass whooped, my nigga. Go save it. Let me go all Bruh, the way back Tim, to the beginning Tim, of this segment. If you're getting Bruh. your ass whooped, the last thing I'm going to do is, oh, that's my shit. <laughs> no, let's, nigga. Let's go back to the entire segment real quick because there was something missing throughout this entire segment. Oh, God. First of all, this whole voting thing, this wasn't a vote because Butcher and Blade didn't even vote. Yeah, they where didn't the vote. Fuck, what was that on? Bunny? Where the fuck is Penelope Ford? And where's the real mm-hmm. question? Where the fuck is a, uh, TH2? That's a fact. Where well, the fuck are they? TH2? Butcher and Blade are mercenaries, so I guess they was just going to go with whatever. If yeah, we gotta whoop his ass, we're gonna whoop his ass. If we don't, we don't. At the same time, as long as we get paid. Or maybe they were a part of the setup because that's what it seemed like because they came out together. Yeah, because they was a part of the setup. At the same time that the whole segment was going on, they were literally just like on Andrade and Jose's side. Like they didn't even move Mm -hmm. nowhere near Hardy's. And I was just like, oh, well, here's the fucking obvious right there. I feel like that's just them, like, and I guess, and I, and I guess, I guess Angelico and, um, uh, 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 Jack, Jack are Evans. technically not a part of the the AFO. I think they were just like associates and helpers. Yeah, yeah I don't think they, they were another, like a full part of it. Didn't they have another dude that and that they fired or something? Oh yeah, something. Matt Hardy had George Joel in there. Who the yeah. fuck is that guy? <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I think Tony Khan just said, "Yo, fuck that shit." We like what? Like, the like, nobody the, remembers that anyway. Shut up. Who the fuck is this Bam Neely looking motherfucker? Why are you on my team? <laughs> he was doing jobs. <laughs> he was their job guy. <laughs> I'm like, dude. So come on now. 
Yeah, uh, Jeff Hardy's here. He he takes everybody out. Uh, TK, he brought... He, he didn't just buy the song. He bought the entire library that has all those public domain songs, <laughs> which means he also owns fucking hardcore Holly's Core Holly Steam. <laughs> so where Bob Holly at? <laughs> Yo, not even, bro. Hire me. I'm going to come out to that shit. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, 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 Darby was staring a fucking hole at him. Uh, mm-hmm. at, at the end of the segment, though, Darby was like, "That's my second dad right there." There we yep. go. Double, Dude, I feel like nothing. I feel like he was marking hard body. Yeah, that's the match right there. <laughs> double or nothing. Jeff versus Darby Allen before oh, they start God. the Hardy stand, nah, uh, nah. You know who I want to see? I want to see Jeff versus Dante. Now give it to me. Jefferson Dante would be fucking amazing. All the fucking flying shit. These motherfuckers are going to fly from one side of the arena to the other. Somebody's going to end up going through a fucking a million tables. It's going to be insane. Ladders. Ladders galore. Ladders everywhere. Ladder on your mama house. Ladder on your auntie house. Ladder on top of the arena. I want to see a ladder on top of a hell in a cell because... Matt Hart, I mean Jeff Hardy and fucking Dante. That's why. Hell yeah. I just, <laughs> I just want Jeff Hardy versus Sting again. Just give me Russo's so revenge. Just so we can get rid of the memory of Victory Road 2011. Yeah, a, a clean Jeff Hardy versus yes. Sting would yes. be nice. Yes. Especially since Sting like diving off shit now. Mm-hmm. We got Tony with Shane Strickland. Swerve. Oh, real quick. Shout out to my boys at your podcast. They got myself an interview with the new All Elite, Shane Swerve Strickland. Right, I'm I'm gonna pop it in right here. I'm gonna pop it right here. Link to their video because I'm sure they got it up. Right, good look. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Go check out that interview, Swerve, on your podcast. Mm -hmm. Shout out to them too. They they gonna join us eventually. We just working out the goddamn schedules. (laughs) That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. So he's with Swerve Tony, uh, but but immediately because interviews are not allowed in AEW. Uh, Tony Nese <laughs> comes up. <laughs> he's mm-hmm. like, "Hey, yo, you remember two hundred five live? Let's do that shit again." <laughs> Swerve <laughs> is like, "You know what? Bet because I was wondering who was going to interrupt me here in AEW because I heard interviews are not allowed." <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Yep, it's it's always it's somebody oh, always yeah. comes out. Somebody always, but you know what though? This will be a good ass match for them. Like, Nice is amazing, and Strickland is fire. So, you know, together they're going to make some magic right quick in this ring, and, and we're going to enjoy that shit. I so think Irvin, was... Tony had some 205 Live. They weren't lying. They had some really good matches in those mm-hmm. days. I think Let's, I'll be really excited to see this because they won't have to, you know, play it safe like in the WWE realms. They can just go all out, boss the wall in this match, just pull out all the punches here. I want to see... All the shit that you can do. I want GCW to start getting jealous of what they were going to see Friday. Because, yo, seeing these two compete. And, yeah, you know, WWE mold or whatever. You know, they, they couldn't do as much as what they're going to do on Friday. And you're you're probably going to be blown away if you haven't seen these two guys wrestle before. That's a fact. Once again, Tony Khan over here, like, hey, yo, you like that shit Triple H was doing? 
You guys can ask me. <laughs> I'm going to do it better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it 10 times better. You you like that old weed? I still got that old weed. <laughs> yeah, I, I know I know you I know you heard about that new shit, you know what I'm saying? But I got that integrity weed, you know. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, now we, we got are products of the 90s, aren't we? <laughs> we are, we are. I gotta watch the episode. Um we got Tony in the ring. And he brings out the new holder of the Chaos Emeralds. This is war. Wardlow is here. The face of the revolution. Uh, Tony says, you know, everyone was happy to see what you did, MJF, on Sunday after winning that uh, face of the revolution ladder match. But, you know, the situation with MJF, you're still under contract then, aren't you? And then Wardlow takes the mic. He says, you know, at every point we reach the, at every point in life, we reach the point where we have to you know, decide if we're going to help someone else achieve their dreams and goals or if we're going to just, you know, decide what we do with our own. He talks about how he grew up poor, he watched his mom struggle, do everything for him and his family. And he sought out pro wrestling, not only because he loved pro wrestling, but because he knew it could help his family. And, you know, he thanks Max for changing his life and paying him and giving him a job. But he says paying someone doesn't give you the right to disrespect them. It doesn't give you the right to threaten them. It doesn't give you the right to put your hands on them. He says, while I still may be under contract with Max, I no longer give shit. <laughs> while he may be under contract with Max, I no longer give a damn. I am free. He says, I'm no longer watching your back. I am no longer in the pinnacle. I am only focused on the TNT championship and getting a new contract. And once I get this new contract, AEW is Wardlow's world. And this is war. Yep. I love you, Wardlow, but this was very WWE. I'm sorry. This is very generic. Yeah. Imagine. It is WWE, but I mean, I feel like it was the good version of WWE. I am generic. (laughs) I mean, generic. He pulled it off smoothly and, you know, it had emotion, it had feeling, but at the same time, you know, all that emotion and feeling ain't really going to compare to, you know, what they had to literally write for this man. I felt like it was very. I didn't see too much emotion in it. It felt to me very scripted, very. Yeah, that's and I know they got, they, they got they got Wardlow's world. Come on, man. Wayne's world. world. <laughs> Wayne's world. Excellent. Time. Excellent. <laughs> you feel me? I'm like. like uh, <laughs> I like it's this. All right. It's all right. I thought it's, this shit was like, good. It, it could have been better to me. I thought it this shit was good. I wish he came out here and said, "MJF, you little piece of shit." <laughs> I'm the greatest son of a bitch that ever lived. <laughs> but then it was just like they gave him so much expedition and backstory. I'm like, what is this? The, you want anime to be Scott Steiner? <laughs> I want like, him to talk. It? I want no, I don't want him to be Scott Steiner either. I just want him to go out there and talk shit and feel like a human being. Like, I'm, like, I'm tired of this. I would have been like, I'm tired of this motherfucker fucking with me. I'm tired of this motherfucker calling me out. You want to talk shit? You want to do something? Fuck you. I did that shit because I had to. I was tired of your bullshit. Thank you for getting my f- foot in the door. But fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> well, that's how he see. That's basically what he said. Not, but he said it mad But he said it in, you know, in, his, in WWE, the way he said it. bro. <laughs> that shit was mad fucking, clean. He's a six fucking five. huge jacked up. Like, Look, I don't I thought- understand... How he's not in WWE, if I'm honest. I feel like it's. I yeah. feel like it's AEW three years to finally get this man 
some backstory, and I'm like, why did it take this long? I'm like, I don't is, get like, I love Wardlow, and I don't want him to go, but like, I, I was watching this promo, and I was like, yo, how did WWE not see this dude in fucking? Yeah, because he's he's their type. Yeah, he definitely is. He's a hundred. He's a thousand percent their type. Like even mm-hmm. like with the speaking, like yeah, I can see why you would say this is WWE. But I honestly think this is the good version of a WWE promo. Whereas in, I could I could easily see this promo in WWE, and it would probably be a lot more buzzwordy and whatever. But similar cadence, similar delivery, similar you know everything, but just in the WWE way. Like it would be one to one practically there. And I don't get how they they didn't look at this guy and. Throw a bag at him. What the hell? And they're over here trying to sign old-ass Brian Cage, but dog, is Wardlow you should be looking at. <laughs> over here trying like, to sign MJF, but dog, is Wardlow you should be looking at. And that's what I haven't been getting about Vince lately, where it's like all the big dope guys that can talk shit, instead of him making them his guys, he looks at them like, nah, you're not a monster enough. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We got <laughs> Alex Marvez to God with Keith Lee and QT Marshall. Keith Lee's like, what the hell am I doing here? What, what is this? QT's like, hey, Keith Lee, I know you got some problems with Team Taz. I also have problems with Team Taz with that goddamn hook. And Keith Lee's like, oh, yeah, he beat you up, didn't he? And, and <laughs> QT's like, well, that's that's neither here nor there. I just want you to know, you know, if Team Taz, if, you know, if, if Starks and, and Hobbs mess with you, the factory you got your back. And Keith Lee what? is like, I have a very now. large back. So <laughs> I'm good. He, he literally just said, immediately no. Immediately no. <laughs> and walk the fuck off. Walk the fuck off. So this is what starts Keith Lee's first feud. Him versus the entire factory. Like one by one. Kill. Are you going to kill my homie Aaron Solo? Oh no. <laughs> kill all of them. Kill that motherfucker. <laughs> nah, don't kill my guy Aaron Solo. <laughs> Kill, kill Solo and the Go-Go and Camarado. <laughs> Just bounce that motherfucker Solo out of the goddamn ring and into the crowd. Oh, no, not Aaron yep. Solo. Pounce, pounce Solo, a Go-Go. Uh, uh, what's the other one? Fuck it. If a Go-Go's still around. <laughs> Where yeah. the fuck he is. And, and Camarado. <laughs> Camarado. Who the fuck else is in that game? <laughs> uh, I think that's that's the main guys. And yeah. QT Marshall. QT Marshall. <laughs> Yeah, and all the extra, all the extra plants that they have in the factory. Yeah, they got they got like students that they use from time to time. Yeah. like the main guys are like QT Solo uh, and Go Go. Mm-hmm. There's another guy too, but I forgot. I forgot his name. Mm-hmm. Jurassic Express versus the Acclaimed. Why was I singing the Acclaimed theme song? Like if the Jurassic Express ain't come out first. <laughs> oh. oh, 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 oh. <laughs> The goddamn ass boys jamming in the front row to the acclaimed. What the fuck are they doing though? What are they they always just being dicks in the crowd? Since since fucking uh, quarantine, they've been doing this shit. Yeah, I guess (laughs) they was like, oh yeah, Austin Gunn is fucking great at this, so that's that's his thing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They they should give him signs. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, let him him be the sign guy. Yep, just let him dick around in the crowd and have signs. Hey, (laughs) they're getting they're getting the t the TV time that they need. Honestly, hey, I like the ass boys. I'm telling you, you know, they, they got they got to get the Usos in that bitch so we can have ass boys versus ass boys. 
Because aren't yeah. they like in the in the top five in the tag team rankings right now? They suffered yes. their first loss from uh, Jurassic Express when they yes. faced them for the tag belts. Yes. So uh, yeah, at this point, like they need that airtime if they're in the fucking top five. Yeah, yeah. So you know, ass boys. Shout out to the ass boys. Ass boys. Uh, life. Max said they want to see you go down like the price of gas, which that's not how I like that one. <laughs> that, that's kind of funny. Yeah, he's been a little better on TV the past two weeks. But then he also said Jungle oh, Boy has God. never seen a pair of boobs, which like uh Anna J. <laughs> boy is dating Anna J. He's dating the prettiest pair of boobs. What are you talking <laughs> yeah, about? The prettiest pair of boobs there is. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Max. Go home. You got to look at Bowen's ass every time you go into the fucking locker room. Get out of here. Hey. <laughs> Jungle Boy's Bones over here seeing though. <laughs> he already knows. <laughs> <laughs> that man is cuffed. He is cuffed. But we, we talking about up. this man is over here fucking uh, looking at the most beautiful <laughs> pair of booties right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pair of boobies and booties. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, the acclaim, they get the heat with the big rolling forearm from Bowens into the pip. Uh, we come out of the pip and get the dino hot tag. But the Acclaim cut him off. They get the mic drop on Jungle Boy, but Luchasaurus breaks it up. Bowens goes for the boombox outside, but Luchasaurus gets rid of it. And the Acclaim hit a big double flapjack on Jungle Boy for a near fall. Then Bowens distracts Aubrey so Max can use the chain. But Christian shuts that shit down. And then Jurassic Express hits this crazy-ass doomsday device combo. (laughs) Like Jungle Boy does a flip and a flip and then does the clothesline off top of Luchasaurus' shoulders. And then he gets the pin, and Jurassic Express gets the win. This was fun. Did, did you hear about Carmelo Hayes talking shit on Twitter? About what? So I guess somewhere on, on NXT, Carmelo Hayes did the A. And oh, then yeah. Fucking, this was like weeks ago. And then fucking... Uh, <laughs> fucking oh, yeah. I think the, it was Max. These guys, these guys went on Twitter and talked shit about it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, um, well, Max, Max, Max goes more or less like, "Oh, they're doing our thing," and then he's like, "Excuse me, I don't watch YouTube shows." He was like, "Oh shit!" shit. (laughs) (laughs) Talking that shit, boy. (laughs) Loki wasn't fair because I think the week he said that they were on Dynamite, but that's still funny. (laughs) And here's something about like the Twitter fans. uh, Speaking of people who, who who talk shit on Twitter. Twitter fans need to shut the fuck up. Please shut the fuck up. Unless you're being constructive and 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 positive, like shut the fuck up. Because here's the thing: they were talking shit about AJ Francis, and they were saying that nobody in AEW would ever sign his ass. And I'm gonna be honest: AJ Francis, also known as Top Dollar, yeah, it, it would be a huge, would be a do- not a huge get, but it would be a pretty big get for for AEW if they did get him because he's very charismatic. He's on point. He knows how to him versus Max Caster spitting bars would be mad fun. So stop ruining things that could be fun. Stop making it seem like we don't want him there because then TK is going to listen to that and he's going to think we don't want him there. I think he's right. Like, because even with the, the whole Max Caster mellow thing, like, people, mm-hmm. like when I first saw those tweets, I was like, oh, that's funny. But then people get yeah, weird about funny, it. Yeah. Yeah, people get weird about shit. And then, like, it's it's now a situation where people are taking sides and talking shit about one guy because he worked for the brand they don't like. And it's like, that shit is goofy. I don't care about none of that. Like, yeah. I just like, I just like you know, good wrestling and wrestlers talking funny shit. 
And I mm-hmm. thought that was funny shit. So some of these people gotta get their Twitters taken away, bro. I swear to God. <laughs> don't don't get involved in the silly tribalism on Twitter. Get involved in the funny shit. I think this is one of the good reasons of why I don't have a Twitter because I hate I hate internet shows like that. Like it's so annoying. Like sometimes, yeah, I actually I actually scroll through the Rambo Mania Twitter page and just to see what's going on and all this other stuff. And I see all this negativity about all these wrestlers and all this shit. It's like, can y'all just shut the fuck up? Yeah, I feel feel the same book. Go outside. <laughs> my nigga said, my nigga said, read a book. book. Get out of here. Go read a book, my man. Go read a book. <laughs> my man. Go outside. Go get some air. Go Stop play. Go really play. heavy on your fucking keyboard phone, my nigga. Like, seriously. There, you, you have all the time in the world to be doing all this shit. You could be doing something else instead of trying to either ruin someone's life, ruin your own life, or fucking trying to start some sort of stupid propaganda like yeah just i'm just man here's the thing man i've it's it's what your parents have been saying since you were a child ain't got nothing nice to say don't say it at all man i'm saying if if, if your profession if your profession is being a wrestler or something like that let them troll each other let them joke about shit let them fuck around with shit just enjoy it and go along for the ride don't be negative about shit you know what i'm saying like if you ain't got anything positive to say or you're you're not trying to do something for news reason then shut the fuck up and go away like you know what i'm saying like right now unless you're really actually trying to do something and actually working and then that's the reason why you're doing something that that's different you know what i'm saying they're working they you know they got to make these beefs here and there because if they leave their company or get fired from the company they got they got something to go do afterwards you feel me it's not yeah. the same with us where we're over here fucking, you know, just trying to, you know, give our opinion on shit. And you know what I'm saying? That's why I'm like, I have mad negative opinion on a lot of shit, but I don't go out here and fucking shit on everybody who's just trying to make a living. Like, I'm just, you know, I just leave that shit alone. And then fucking here on my platform where I'm saying shit, I'll say some of the stuff that I feel uncomfortable about. And I won't judge you for for feeling different like if you don't if you don't agree with my opinion that's fine i'm not gonna curse you out or say some dumb shit i'll just be like all right that's your opinion i'm gonna agree to disagree and i'll walk the fuck off you feel me it's your opinion you know their opinion everybody's opinion is different opinions are like asshole opinions are like chocolate chocolate starfish everybody has one chocolate starfish (laughs) (laughs) so uh, we got Jade and Smart Mark. They want to know who's next, who's left. Uh, I'm whooping everybody's ass. Jade wants to know who wants to to suffer and face the kiss of death. And I, I will take one for the team, fellas. I, 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 shut the fuck up. It's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> fuck nah, I'm going to be not. here like I'm here on some... Everybody's out here on some fucking Dolph Ziggler shit talking about it should have been me. I'm over here on some fucking Justin Timberlake shit because <laughs> it's gonna be me. <laughs> it's gonna be me. Nah, man. It, it, for me, it's gonna be on some Biggie shit. Rest in peace to Biggie. It was like it's been a few years since he's passed away. Like what? 25, 25 I think. Yes, yeah. 25 uh, years. I, I'm pulling the Biggie. If, if anyone's getting that kiss of death, it's me. I'm ready to die. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Fuck that. Yes, I'm ready. 
I'm ready to die. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a long line to, to get killed by Jay, apparently. <laughs> so, up next. Me next, me next, me next. <laughs> yeah, me next. <laughs> oh, wait, how many, how, many, how many Mortal Kombat females do the fucking kiss of death as a fatality? We got Sonya. We got Katana. Melina don't even do it. She just sucks your body. Melina! Like, <laughs> fucking vomits the bones out. That's not even yeah, a Melina, That's Melina just cannibalism. It's different. So now we got Layla Hirsch. And Thunder Rosa. Oh, God. World Championship Eliminator, the winner, faces Britt Baker next week in San Antonio at St. Patrick's Day Slam. Uh, Layla's in control early as we go to Pip. One thing we talked about a while back, Six, you know, where Layla Hurst being a heel, you know, yell at the crowd more. Do more shit. Heal it up. Yeah. She was doing that this match. She did it, yeah. But for some reason, there was a bit of disconnect. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, because that I'm, I'm getting to the positives of this match because otherwise, there ain't a lot of them. Uh, yeah. but Rosa makes her comeback out of the pit with the big drop kicks, gets the northern lights for a near fall. Layla comes back with a German suplex, she goes up top for the moonsault, but Rosa cuts her off. They fight on the top buckle, Rosa gets a nasty superplex, like, they fall flat, and then a TKO follows for a near fall. And then Layla powders, goes under for the turnbuckle again. But Red Velvet stops her. She runs out and is like, uh-uh, we ain't doing that. She throws her back in the ring. So then Layla tries to lock in the Juji Katami, but Rosa gets the ropes. And then Layla misses the running knee, and Rosa gets the fire thunder driver for the win. Man, between last week and the pay-per-view, and now this match, mm-hmm. Dirt Sheets are saying Thunder Rosa's injured. Thunder Rosa says she's not. But I think I believe the dirt sheets. Yeah, she she I looks like she's working her. Nah, I feel like she looks like she's working hurt. Like there's something going on there. If no, she's I mean, not hurt, something. then there's something maybe mentally going on because. But I mean, look, also something ain't right. Like, you you yeah. can't believe everything that the dirt sheets are fucking telling you because not everything is true. Yeah, but that's of not course, what we're saying. Yeah. When that's not we usually don't go with the fucking dirt sheets. We usually say you know take that with a grain of salt. But in this case, it looked like physically watching this match like don't get me wrong it wasn't the worst match in the world no but no there was a lot of things that were off and most of the time it was poor thunder rosa looking like she's hurt she working hurt and you know i've seen a lot of wrestlers who work hurt you know what i'm saying and I, you know it, you can tell here there's something something off about you know a lot of the things that she's been she walking slow kind of like when she would when she would sell she would sell a little too much. Something's going on. And and we know Thunder Rosa's normal level. Because, like, we've watched her. Yeah. Like, we watched her Speed. come into this Speed. company. Yeah. yeah, we watched her come into this company and, like, turn the women's division upside down with the way mm-hmm. she worked because of how good she was. And, like, mm-hmm. for the past few weeks, she hasn't been at that level. I, it, has, it hasn't felt like that to me. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's because, like you said, something's going on. Something's off. She's hurt. Mm-hmm. She's going through something. I don't know. Like, far be it for me to speculate. Yeah. I don't want to speculate nothing, but I'm just, you know, watching these matches, watching how everything seems a yep. little half speed, how just everything's a step off. The energy's yep. not where it typically is with Thunder Rosa because we always talk mm-hmm. about that. Like, yep. she's one of the most energetic people on this entire roster, and the energy just doesn't feel there right now. Yeah, so, if it definitely feels like if, if there's not something on, working hurt, 
she's she's got to be dealing with some type of burnout or something because this is not the way that she works. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Something, she's something here. She usually hustles. Was, yeah. Something about and, this match was completely yeah. off. Yeah. And you know, I I think the crowd sensed it because there wasn't a lot yeah. of crowd interaction going on. There wasn't really like a lot of impact. And the match just kind of, I don't want to say it was half-assed because the match was still pretty fucking okay. It wasn't, like, horrible. It wasn't, it wasn't terrible. It yeah, just, no, I actually just, didn't. I didn't hate the match, to be honest. I actually kind of liked the match. It just um, felt like it didn't connect. And if Thunder Rosa mm-hmm. is hurt, as the dirt seats are saying, then that could be the possibility. But also, the match just felt off. I felt like, at first, these two just didn't click. Like maybe if they give them another match where it's like um where and it gets better, then maybe maybe we can forget about what happened in that first encounter. Yeah. And and also with, with that being said, um like if you if you look at her and look closely, her leg is wrapped. She kept grabbing her, her um I guess her, her left elbow. She kept grabbing her left elbow and her left leg was wrapped. So something is definitely going on. Yeah. And she kept doing this shit, which usually comes from getting a stinger. Like your yeah. your hands tend to go numb really quick. So she kept doing this shit a lot. So uh-huh. something's going on. So I don't know. Uh, she's got a big cage match next week with Britt Baker. So yep. Yep. Uh, one year. Hope, on. Hopefully one if year that making hope like well, I, I said this before. I, I already spoke about this with you guys, where she was going to come out here. She was going to beat Layla Hirsch. I said it just like this verbatim. And then I said, well, this is the rumor. She's going to go out there. She's going to beat Layla. And then the week after, they're going to be in her hometown. She's going to win the title versus Britt Baker. Yeah. So that's what I heard. But if she is injured, maybe that's the reason why she don't want to come off as injured because of that. And yeah. maybe that's why she's like, "You're not my, I'm not injured. I'm not injured. Because she's finally getting it. So... I mean, I don't know, man. I don't want to say too much, but I feel like that's what's going on. Either that or she's preserving her energy for that big match. Yeah, yeah, because that's going to be a that's huge a match. Like, that's probably main event in the show next week, honestly. Yeah. yeah. And she, she's she's home. They're having this huge match. I'm telling you, she's going home with that belt. I'm saying it right now. Yeah, yeah. And I, well, I'm not saying it right now. I said it last week, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so, too. Well, not last week. So. When was it that I said it, Hazel? You, you should know. It was in our comments. <laughs> um, fuck! I think it was. Wait, it was Monday. 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 It, it was during yeah. Raw, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Raw rants. By yeah, the way, um, Red Velvet. Stir it up. Stir it up. Stir it up. Beautiful. Stir it up. Stir it up. Stir it's it time up, to have another battle of the damn theme songs. Uh, so yeah, uh, Tony announces the the cage match next week. Uh, Britt, she cuts a promo. She says, "You know, I'm not afraid of Thunder Rosa, but I am afraid of what happens if Carney Riffraff like her becomes the champion." Oh, <laughs> my God. then she's like, "Oh, where's Mercedes? Oh, I don't think you're going to be able to have her in your corner." This fucking Jamie Hader is going to kill her on Rampage, and then Jamie Damn. Hader's the background like, yeah. <laughs> 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 so Rampage looking stacked. Hell yeah! Yep. It's time for the main event for the TNT Championship, Scorpio Sky versus Sammy Guevara. 
I got to do this song because it's fitting with what's going on right now. This is title versus streak. Tony points that out because Scorpio Sky has not lost in a year, a full calendar year. Uh, Paige Van Zandt's fine ass is at ringside watching. First thing I wrote here is when she's not in that contract. Well, you're going to see. Yeah. Tony was like, hold on. I got you. So the match begins. Sammy takes Scorp outside early, beats him around the ring, and then pulls out a fucking table. Bro, mm-hmm. Sam. I am off rip. You know he's trying to die him and Darby. <laughs> like, can you not go a week without doing some crazy shit? No, they have a death pack, B. <laughs> That's a fact. Because he, he he puts him on the table. He goes up top. He does the thing. I'm fucking crazy. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Fucking maniac. Why was 630 off the top through the table? And he who sets up the plunder goes through the plunder because Scorpio got out the way. Now he looked like he legit got hurt on this. He looked like he died. Bro, that table exploded. He he looked like he was no longer with us after he did this shit. I swear to God. I was like, Oh, that was mm, right in the mommy daddy button. Jesus Christ. He's trying that, to be DDP and get his rib tape forever. Like, hell the whole yeah. Table spot, guys, you see, is better than the exploding barbed wire death God. It was a big explosion. Because look, I mean, I, honestly, this is the second time that Sammy Guevara has done some shit like this and he's fucking just eating shit. The first one was with Darby Allen. And then what happened? The same shit. He gets escorted, but then fucking moments later, he comes back and they have the match. Do the same shit here. And I'm just like, wow. Yeah, I was going to say that basically during that whole little segment when... when, I was just basically a Spanish commentator. I was like, wow, wow. I hate the (laughs) motherfuckers. Don't even even mention the motherfuckers here, bro. (laughs) This is my fun show. This is my fun show. Don't (laughs) listen to me here. Don't give me that awful Spanish conversation talking about, wow. I had it for like two seconds at Revolution by mistake. I guess somebody <laughs> fucked up the feed. And, and and I had it for like two seconds and I'm over here like, you've been on for two seconds. You said, wow, two times already, my nigga. The entire time that I've been watching this shit, I've been on, literally, my nigga, we, it, it turns to the Spanish and we're like, oh shit, it's in Spanish all of a sudden. And this motherfucker, first thing he says is, Wow. I'm like, you <laughs> son of a bitch. I thought that was Ray, motherfucker. That's you, nigga. Shut the fuck up. We need to get, who was it who got let go? Carlos Cabrera? Get Carlos yeah. Cabrera over here. Get yeah. this man Get this man on commentary, because I can't stand this fucking wild-ass motherfucker. I'm going to send this motherfucker back into the 90s, right? I'm going to put that motherfucker as an ad during Robin Bird, so he can tell you that it's 1-900-WOW. The extra W is for extra. Go fuck yourself, nigga. <laughs> Yeah, that was a throwback, Robert Berkman. <laughs> wow. wow. Oh, man. Hayes is on the show. I had to do it one time for him. You feel me? Oh, God, man. Uh, so. Wait, hold on. So while this is happening... For Scorpio Sky is being a total boxing movie gimmick. Cause he's in the ring, just like yeah, I won. Yeah, <laughs> he's Apollo Creed. Yep, and then the valiant baby face goes no, 
I will not die. <laughs> and guess what happens? They send him in the ring, and Scorpio Sky beats his fucking ass, knees him into oblivion, and tosses him right back the fuck out to his girlfriend. Like, oh, that's your man on some fucking Space Jam shit. Space Jam. Jesus. This your man. <laughs> And then he picks him up and looks at her like, <laughs> yo, I'm telling you, it was straight up Space Jam, bro. It's yeah. straight up Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Sammy's <sighs> back. Uh, Scorpius in a bunch of backbreakers. But then Sammy mm-hmm. comes back, hits the big double jump cutter for a two count. Uh, Scorp goes for the TKO, but Sammy ducks out, hits the GTH. And then he goes for a shooting star press. But Dan Lambert and Ethan Page distract the ref. Ty Conti runs over to get involved, but then Paige Van Zandt, Paige Van Zandt. Jezebel, that she's over here like, Jezebel. She's over here distracting her like, you ain't shit. I don't know who the fuck you thought you was and who said you was a great martial artist, but I'm a mixed martial artist, bitch. And I was like, oh, <laughs> and, and you know, it, it was it was like a VH1 special. It was all right. <laughs> <laughs> Love and Hip Hop Part 2. <laughs> oh my god, no, let me not give him no ideas, bro. Next thing you yeah, know, no, we no, got no. wrestling and hip hop on fucking I mean, love and wrestling, wrestling. on fucking. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't need I don't need none of that. <laughs> no, they already had total divas. No, I don't need that. <laughs> Damn, rest in peace to my dog Susie. <laughs> facts, facts. She used to watch Total Divas religiously. <laughs> watch Total oh. Divas. Oh, R.I.P. Susie. Good dog. R.I.P. Susie. Um but yeah, uh, Sammy is distracted with his girlfriend getting beat up. And then he turns around. Scorp hits the TKO. He pins Sammy for the one, two, and three. Your mm-hmm. new TNT champion is Scorpio Sky, the first man in AEW to hold tag team gold mm-hmm. and the TNT championship. Now watch him lose it to Wardlow next week. The man, <laughs> the man with Kobe in his entrance finally got his chip. No, this is what Max. I'm thinking. This is what I'm thinking. Because now that Wardlow is basically free from the pinnacle and MJF, now that he has this big title match taking place next week, this is the moment where we're finally going to see this feud take place between MJF and Wardlow. Disqualification, Scorpio Sky will still retain the, the fucking TNT championship. Because let's face it, there's only two options. It's either DQ or Wardlow wins. Name- uh, they can, they can do like a distraction and yeah, yeah. they can yeah. pin Wardlow. I don't think they they, 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 they can have they can have. Uh, I feel like they can have MJF fuck it up for him, right? Yeah, and then even Sammy come down and try to get his shit back. So you know that way everybody's trying to you know do something, and then that can continue the MJF Wardlow feud. And then yeah. that can continue the Sammy and Scorpio Sky feud, along with now the whole Paige Van Zant situation, along with Ty Conti. That, that I feel like that that works well. You you inter interlock the little storylines here and there, and again it does that thing that I love about AEW, which is everything feels like a living, breathing organism. Everything is more or less intertwined. I like that shit. Keep it moving. Yeah, and I mean, but, like, functionally, like. With with um Wardlow mm-hmm. and like you don't have to I don't feel like they have to protect Wardlow from getting pinned because he's been pinned mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. and AEW is not a company to really do crazy DQs anyway so yeah I think you could you could set it up to where Wardlow is somehow pinned off some bullshit and it won't yeah. hurt him at all so. yeah it won't it'll it'll make the other guy seem like a dickhead 
and then we'll want to see him whoop that other guy's ass. Yeah, that's 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 what that's what you want. You want the heat. It gives that guy all the heat. The real reason why Sammy lost the TNT Mm -hmm. title because he got his girl's name on his chest. Yo, chill. (laughs) (laughs) So I sent this to you guys, and I I was joking, but I want to say this now on TV, bro. Because listen, Ty, Sammy, I know love is beautiful. Yeah, I got that young love too. But let me highlight you right quick. Them tattoo shits, something always happens where for some weird ass reason, the relationship just ends up going to shit. So hopefully, yeah, yeah, I can either break that, I guess, uh, not a curse. It's not really a curse. Just break that stigma or that idea, hopefully. But if not, yo, cover them shits ASAP, bro. <laughs> like, cover them shits. Don't let Dan Housen see them. I mean, oh the, the, god, I yep, think, they will be. <laughs> I think during the during the match, we, I didn't see uh, Taya's name on his thing. I guess they kind of covered it up or something. Now I saw this right under his titty. <laughs> right under his titty. Oh, well, near his. Ribs. It's, it's that again. small. It's so small you can't fucking see it. Either that or maybe they got it after. I, I, but I think I'm pretty sure I saw it. I saw a little gray thing under here. Uh, so I don't know. But uh, yeah, that that's a uh, well, Paige Van Zant. She throws mm-hmm. Ty Conti in the ring and then she pulls out the contract and signs it on Ty Conti's Ass. Ass. <laughs> hey, let me highlight you right quick, Paige Van Zandt. That's exactly where I would have done and anything. And then slaps at. it after, after finishing her signature. She just I'm sorry, bro. Man, it's true. Ass. Yeah, she's yeah like, that's what I would have done too. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be me. It's a horny jail with you, sir. The horny jail with you. <laughs> Usos Penitentiary. Locked <laughs> <Lock> down. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's dynamite. Uh, most pay per view dynamites are slower shows. Not this one. No. This I, one. They built up a bunch of fucking shit. They progressed a bunch of shit. They had a debut. This was one of those. <laughs> we in the middle of like a block of five big dynamites. You know how they do all the big name dynamites. Yeah. Well, if it just felt like one of those, well, we're, we're, we're just building. We're going. So uh, great show. I thought great show. I thought it was a good show. I'm not going to sit here and say it was a great show to me. To me, they did a lot of storytelling and a lot of building. And for what it was, I'm going to say it was a, a, a really good show, like up there. But at the same time, I feel like it lacked wrestling. That's true. I feel like I feel like most of the matches were either short or slow or they never really got popping enough to, to really me going like. But that's because I'm used to the way that they book when it comes to the heavy wrestling stuff. But, you know, at the same time, the fact that they use all that extra time that they didn't have wrestling on the show building stories for the next i respect it i understand why they did it i understand why this had to happen but at the same time i'm not gonna sit here and be like nah this was a a a great you know you know it was a great post pay-per-view show but at the same time like as a regular show if i if i sit back and, and watch it a lot of stuff happened but i didn't get the matches that i wanted hopefully you know since rampage is coming up this you know tomorrow uh, it should be, it should be more wrestling heavy, and I'll get my wrestling fix on on Rampage. Yeah, I think I liked it because um, 
you know, if you're going to do a promo heavy show, I just want all the promos to, you know, mean something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, there was a lot of talking here, but everyone talked for a reason. For a like, reason. Jericho had a reason to talk. Eddie had a reason to talk. Wardlow had a reason to talk. <laughs> you know what it was, Ted? Red Dragon. <laughs> Red Dragon was on the show. Yeah, Red Dragon was here, so they made sure. <laughs> Everybody gets oh. a reason. I'll give you a reason. Yeah, so, so. I, you know, post-revolution... Um, I, I honestly, I think I agree with, uh, with both of you guys. Um, the wrestling was 50 50 here. It was there, but then it wasn't like, uh, I, they, they just wanted to build more on the story and, you know, three factions basically are done. We got a new faction out of, out of one of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we got a debut and, uh, a reuniting of the, of the fucking party brothers mm-hmm. and a new TNT champion. Um, look, I mean, yeah, the wrestling matches were, were there, but they were also, you know, they weren't that interesting either. They were short, they were abrupt, they, they were just getting to the point because they wanted to build more of the story that they wanted to go for, uh, for Double or Nothing coming up. And I understand that, but I think you lacked a lot, I think you lacked more wrestling than mm-hmm. everything else. Like... Jericho said it in his promo, that's entertainment. I think they just showed us a lot more entertainment than wrestling here. That's fine because the point of watching TV is entertainment. No, I'm not I'm not giving it I'm not giving it like a negative thing. No, yeah, I understand. No, no, no. You're saying the same thing. You're saying the same thing I'm saying. You're echoing my statement, which is why I'm like, all right, cool. But you know, that's why that's why I'm saying what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I'm agreeing with you in a sense. (laughs) Like some some matches were were good. Like the the TNT match was great. Probably the best match of the night. And yeah, you know the lowest one will probably be the the women's match with Layla Hurst <clears throat> and Thunder Rosa. With everything that's being spread right now, I can't really say that what's what's being said is true or any other stuff. But to show was great. It really was. It really was. And I'm over here still on my biggie saying, you know I already heard that shit. It was high. It was high. It was high. It was cool. My shit is going to be blazing that. You're not ready to die. I'll sit there. I watch it. I literally would be glued to that shit. I wouldn't do anything else. I wouldn't play any of my games. I just, I'd sit there for two hours and I would just watch everything that goes on, every mask, every spot, all this other shit. And. It, it excites me knowing that you know there's mm-hmm. something there's something coming along that's you know trying to fucking uh, take down WWE not just take them down but just show them that hey there's competition other than yourself you know there's different ways to do shit yeah you need to stop competing with yourself and compete with us because we're literally destroying you man destroying let w- you. let WWE do its thing. I don't care anymore. Let them do what they're going to do. <laughs> I don't and and uh, oh, let me see what the game is at now. Ninety-eight to ninety-two. I know you don't. Ooh. I know you guys don't grade the show, but I'm going to grade this. This show honestly just gets a solid buzz. I would have. I would. I would have said a top. A uh, 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 really top tier uh, goods. Goods, yeah. yeah. I, I, um, I would go low tier bars. Well, I'm I'm hungry as fuck. So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been dynamite. Uh, Mr. Tev, Mr. Teach, Mr. Mr. The Great One, I would like you to tell all these people where to find 
us. Indeed, yeah. Yeah. You already know where to find us. Find us on Instagram at Ramblemania Show and at Banter Club Podcast. Find us on Twitter at Ramblemania, Facebook.com slash Ramblemania Show. Also, find our group there, Ramblemania Show's Banter Club, where we and the other podcasters, wrestlers, and everybody that we associate with post all our goings on and all that is going down. As far as the audio goes, wherever audio is found, that's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, TuneIn, Overcast. Everywhere your podcasts are found, just search Ramblemania Show or banter club <clears throat> as far as the visuals go twitch.tv slash ramblemania show look us up on youtube ramblemania show or banter club but when you get here like the videos click subscribe and click the bell so that when the new content drops it goes straight straight yeah and as for me personally find me on instagram at tj the great one that's tj the gr the number eight the number one and find me on twitter at tj the great that's tj the gr the number eight it's as simple as that TJ the Great TJ the Great. <laughs> I'm the Angel of Death 6XL. You can find me on Instagram at the number six, the letter X, the letter L. That is at 6XL. You can find me on Twitter at S double I double X AI Great. That is at S I I X X. You're all ready. And like I said earlier, you can find us on TikTok at Ramble Mania Show where we post funny little clips of all the beautiful things that you see here. And you can find me on Instagram at iZombies, double I-Z-O-M-B, double I-E-S-Z. Gentlemen, our road to WrestleMania continues forward. We will be having our predictions in the next couple weeks. Uh, six, you don't know about this, but it's going to be a fatal five-way. Now Ivy's in the picture. Yeah, no, I know about this. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, con- guys- I confirmed it, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I was so, the one who said yes. No, you, 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 we're doing this. All of that. Uh, a new episode <laughs> of What SmackDown will be out pretty soon. And uh, next week will be the return of Making Impact. Just wanted to take a break okay. to join these guys for AEW. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. So four. Wait, 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 no, no, we do, we do it different here. We do it different here. We do it different here. And it, it goes like, it goes, no, 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 this is how we do it. Because we're we going to leave our beautiful banter club loyalists, which we here like to call the BC aliens, with a little something we call a, uh, Hazel. What a point of goodies. Ain't too fucking sweet. Mm-hmm. And a and good a- fight. And a good night. Black and black and black, 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 black and black and black and black and black and black and black. Who the fuck does this while their brother's getting his ass whooped? Blair, blair.